Premier League is the gift that keeps on giving and yet again it was evident from match day 3 there was drama involving some late goals controversial handball decisions and some entertaining post match interviews as well hello and welcome to the premier league podcast by rishab this week we take a look at match day 4 fixtures along with some fantasy tips as always manchester city had a week to forget as they were thrashed 5-2 by the flying foxes dark horses of the premier league getting the perfect start of 3 wins in 3 and Vardy yet again proving his critics wrong. Chelsea Football Club and Lampard were left frustrated and yet again fell victim to the Slaven Bilic tactical masterclass. In the end, it proved a bit too much for West Brom players to handle the Chelsea threat. Manchester United got their first win under controversial circumstances and that was certainly an entertaining game to watch at Amex Stadium. Leeds United had another impressive week thanks to Patrick Bamford while Fulham and Sheffield United look lost in the Premier League already. Villa managed to get a perfect start and the champions prevailed Arsenal at Anfield but the result of the week certainly has to be West Ham beating Wolves and doing it comfortably. So moving on to game week 4 and we begin with our lunchtime kickoff of Crystal Palace versus Chelsea. Frank Lampard was swimming on the touchline after 30 minutes watching his team falling through nil down. I think he made a few mistakes in this game and got punished severely for it. Handing Thiago Silva the armband was not the right move in my opinion and if Cesar Azpilicueta is fit and then why not play him? Thiago Silva found it life in the Premier League is not easy and here you get punished for your mistakes. The fans are waiting for Pulisic and Ziyech and I say this every week but the team will be better with them along with Chilwell and Mendy at the back. Mason Mount looks like a promising talent and he is there to stay whereas new signings are yet to fire. Lampard has another tricky opposition in Crystal Palace on Saturday and remains to be seen how he and his team fares at Stamford Bridge. Crystal Palace fans will be very happy with the team's performance so far. They fell short to Everton's quality and let's face it the form Everton are in right now we expected them to win. Palace having had joy at Stamford Bridge in the past couple of seasons can yet again cause damage to Chelsea and continue to add problems for Lampard. Zaha, Townsend and company look sharp and good on the ball. This year Zaha is not their only option. Yes, he is vital and focal point to their attack, but I have been impressed overall by their build-up play. Expect a good game with goals in it. fantasy tip for me mason mount looks like a good option right now uh, in that chelsea midfield where uh, when lampard is yet to crack his starting 11 down mount seems to play week in week out zaha is another good option at 7 million and he <coughs> looks to get crystal palace going every time he takes the pitch and he can give you some returns if he is there in your fantasy team for differential managers i think townsend will also provide good returns with him scoring or assisting week in week out i still think vicente gaita is a worthy option in that palace goal as he comes up with top saves every week moving on to everton versus brighton the other team from merseyside is dreaming and why not they have every reason to perfect start to the season with three wins in three matches and i think they will only get better Too early to label them as title contenders, but with Ancelotti as their manager, they might surprise a few along the way. 
Speaking of performances, yet again, Hamas was brilliant, and these are the type of games which really test you. And playing away games against tougher opposition can be a test of your skill and temperament as well. Is there anyone stopping Dominic Calvert Lewin now? He seems to score in every game he plays. The good thing for Everton is that there is no European football for them, so they can focus on the Premier League. For Brighton, Neil Mupai went from pretending to cry to actually crying by the end of the game as he gave away a penalty for Manchester United's winner. Nevertheless, a good performance from Brighton and having faced Chelsea and Manchester United, they have only fallen short marginally. But as we know in Premier League, there is very little room for error and now they yet again face a team that is in form at Goodison Park. Positive thing for Graham Potter is his only win this season came away from home and he will be surely looking to build on that. Neil Mopai and Leandro Trossard looks like a threatening partnership early on this season while Tariq Lamptey is already a breakout star in the Premier League this season. There are rumors that the uh, Bayern Munich are interested in signing the fullback so that just shows that how good he has been this season. Fantasy tip? I would suggest bring in Mopai in the attack as he has been scoring and assisting regularly this season. Hamas and Dominic Calvert-Lewin should stay in your team for the coming weeks as Everton look in good form. For defense in both the teams, I still don't think there is enough evidence but I would like to keep Lamptey as he provides points going forward. Next up, Leeds vs Manchester City. Guardiola admitted to study Bielsa during his early days of coaching and he might need to revise on that this weekend as Leeds face Manchester City. Leeds were impressive yet again in the Yorkshire Derby while Sheffield made life hard for them by being solid at the back. Patrick Bumford still found a way to get the three points. Another impressive thing was the touch map of Stuart Dallas as the left back was everywhere on the pitch and that is another evidence to exciting football played by Bielsa's team. Man City are still in shock from the weekend's result and Leeds can cause the damage to them as they fared well against the champions in game week 1. Manchester City were outclassed in every part of the pitch, especially in the midfield, which is considered to be their strongest asset. Mendy for Leicester ran the show in there and Kevin De Bruyne was nowhere to be seen. Defence was always a worry and after spending some 400 million, Ruben Dias coming to Etihad is not at all a surprise. Guardiola has to provide some motivation and get that team going, otherwise the PL Trophy looks to be going to Merseyside this season again. The positive from the Leicester game was Riyad Mahrez. He performed well and scored a brilliant goal but was a mere spectator as his former team prevailed. Not ruling Man City out just yet as they have quality and capability amongst their ranks. Expect a good attacking game involving goals as both the teams are not known for holding back. Fantasy tip. I would like to suggest bringing in Patrick Bamford who at 5.7 million still looks like a good bargain. From Manchester City's perspective, De Bruyne looks like the only steady and safe option right now. I would also like to divert the attention to the fullbacks from Leeds United, Dallas and Ailing, as they won't give you points in form of clean sheets, but they will certainly give returns by going forward. Moving on to late night Saturday kickoff of Newcastle vs Burnley. Well, Newcastle just got lucky against Tottenham, where I felt Tottenham should have just killed the game. The performance in three matches played so far has not been very convincing. Steve Bruce has a, wo- a lot of work to do. 
haven't seen enough from Sin Maximan who was brilliant last season. Carl Dalro was the man of the match with his saves as mentioned by Jose Mourinho. This game can provide opportunity to get some points on board against Burnley who are struggling themselves. From Burnley's perspective, I like Burnley and they have always proved out to be a difficult team to beat, especially the way Sean Dyche sets his team to defend. But this season it hasn't happened for them so far. Two losses in two games is not something that the fans wished for and they haven't offered much going forward. Like Newcastle, this fixture is also an opportunity for Burnley to get their season off and running and get some points on board. It is a question of who needs the points more and the team winning this game will get momentum to steady their ship going forward. Fantasy tip, there are no suggestions from either side as there is not enough evidence in these three matches played. Moving on to Leicester versus West Ham. Foxes are flying again this season under Brendan Rodgers and they look like dark horses for the title yet again. The question remains, do they have enough to go all the way? In the three games played, they have shown us that they can score goals and get the job done. Jamie Vardy looks prolific again for this season and what a cheeky finish it was for his second goal. I think Leicester have the best midfield in the Premier League and it was evident against Man City. Mendy is a perfect resp- replacement for Kante and as I mentioned last week, Tillemans and Pryde are very underrated. Timothy Castagne looks like the signing of the season already and everything seems to be going good for Leicester. Even Madison is getting back to his billion best and it is time f- to get excited for the Foxes fans. West Ham probably had the result of the week when they comfortably got past Wolves in a 4-0 win. Jared Bowen was a pioneer in that win and like I mentioned before, he will play a part in defining their season. Declan Rice was superb yet again with his defensive stats and we can see why Chelsea want him so desperately. West Ham is finally up and running and in previous week I pointed out that they have been losing by small margins and this week they left no doubt. Leicester will certainly find it tough against the rejuvenated Hammers. I fancy Leicester to continue the perfect start as the players will be full of confidence after the win at Etihad. West Ham can surprise again, you never know. Fantasy tip. Jamie Vardy seems to be scoring and getting back to his very best, but there is a slight injury update which all the fantasy managers need to check. I think Barnes provides a good bargain option in that midfield as out of Tillemans and Pride, he is the one who looks more of a goal threat and always has that direct play asset included in his game. Castagne is a must-have in the defence and I think he will only continue to give you points. I would like to mention Gerard Bowen as a good option for West Ham going forward, but maybe in later weeks or maybe in the coming fixtures. Moving on to Southampton versus West Brom. Ralf Uzenhutl will be relieved to have the three points against Burnley as his side managed to notch up a goal and then a way win. Danny Ings scored again and it looks like he will be carrying the scoring responsibilities for the Saints this season. Shea Adams provides a good strike partner and the traditional 4-4-2 seems to work as of now for Uzenutl. Although they lack creativity in the midfield, they mostly rely on direct play through the flanks with Walker-Peters and Bertrand pushing forward. Walker-Peters has been good for the three games played and he is definitely the most exciting player amongst their ranks. This is good opportunity for Southampton against West Brom to build up on this win last weekend. Slavin Bilic pulled off a tactical masterclass against Chelsea, but I felt like his players let him down. It was almost like they did not believe they were up 3-0 inside 30 minutes and they allowed Chelsea away back in the game. 
If they keep losing points from winning positions, then it will be very hard to survive in the Premier League. Pereira and Diangana look lively again and it is no harm to build a team around them. I was particularly impressed by Robinson as he took the chances that fell his way. A lot of positives to be taken from the game, but not yet convinced with the team performance overall. Likewise, this is an opportunity for West Brom to get three points on the board as well. Fantasy tips. Danny Ings looks like an expensive option, but he is still yet to fire in his full flow. For West Brom, I think Pereira and Diangana will look like steady options, but that depends on the team performance overall. Next up, Arsenal vs Sheffield. Mikel Arteta did set his team to defend at Anfield and relied on his team's counter-attack prowess, which almost seemed to work only for Lacazette to miss a reasonably good chance. It was more to do with the abilities Liverpool have and it seems only logical to give them the respect the champions deserve. Arsenal have started the season well and after a difficult trip to Anfield, they face Sheffield at home, which on paper seems like easy three points. Aubameyang will look to cause an impact and I think if Sebeo starts this game, he could run the show in that midfield. Arteta certainly looks like a good choice for Arsenal as after Arsene Wenger, the faithful fans look up to him to get the glory days back at the Emirates. Sheffield has been really poor this season and cannot blame the second season syndrome anymore. They have not managed to score a single goal this season and have been poor defensively in their three matches played so far. Chris Wilder needs to find a goal-scoring touch from somewhere because the closest they come to scoring is through Lundstrom who has missed a penalty and a sitter so far this season. As I mentioned before, they did not make any new signings and the team that performed so unbelievably well last season looks lost this time around. I really feel bad for the Blades as I expected them to do well this season. Not as well as they did last year, but the three matches have been embarrassing so far. Expecting Arsenal to come off with a win here, but I'm hoping Sheffield find some feet and finally get their season going. Fantasy tip, I would strongly back Aubameyang at the Emirates said he will be looking to score some goals and get some points for Arsenal. Lacazette looks like a good option in that forward role, but I would still like to keep Dominic Calvert-Lewin in my team. No player suggestions from Sheffield United as they have been poor going forward and in defence as well. Next up, Manchester United vs Tottenham. Lucky escape for Manchester United as they had a game which kept turning one way or another. Bruno Fernandes started it by giving away a penalty and finished it off by scoring one for Manchester United. Finally, three points for Ole's team. The performance in my opinion was a lackluster one again, but there were moments of brilliance with Rashford showing what he is capable of. Bruno hasn't got it going yet, but something tells me he will pick it up soon. No major signings this season and I worry for the Red Devils as they don't have any exciting options if one of their forward players get injured. They face Tottenham next who are themselves having a season with ups and downs but they can cause all sorts of problems for Manchester United. For Tottenham, it will be a long season and yet again they are unlucky after Son got injured. Mourinho described his team's performance against Newcastle as brilliant but I don't completely agree with him. They created a lot of chances in the first half and yes, Darlow was brilliant but you have got to take them and be more clinical in front of goal. Son hitting the post twice was unlucky but there were a couple of other chances which would have been goals on any other day. The long season which Tottenham have, they should start getting wins and points to boost their confidence. Mourinho will be keen to visit his former employers and look to get all three points. Should be a cracking game this one, expect Steven Bergwijn to start in Spurs attack. Fantasy tips. 
Bruno Fernandes had a mixed game against Brighton but he is capable and we saw it last season so I would still like to bring him in my team if you are a little short on budget I think Rashford will be a good option another option I would like to suggest from Tottenham is Lo Celso because I think he will be a breakout star for them this season Kane looks like a safe and steady option but this time around he seems to be providing a lot of assists rather than goals next Wolves versus Fulham Wolves are a team which I think seriously underperformed against West Ham. Yes, West Ham were brilliant, but Wolves did not offer any fight and were beaten comfortably. I thought after the second half performance against Man City, they will be high on confidence. But guess what? The Premier League surprises you. This week presents an opportunity in itself to shrug off the loss at West Ham as they face another London team Fulham at Molyneux. Podense out injured, who by the way looks promising every time he takes the pitch. It's time for Traore to step up. Overall, Wolves need to make a statement here. Fulham having lost all the three matches are in deep trouble. I thought the game against Aston Villa will be a perfect opportunity for them to start the season, but Villa tore them apart. Fulham were poor defensively and Emiliano Martinez was pretty much less troubled in the Villa goal all afternoon. Scott Parker needs to sort this out quickly, otherwise this will be another short stay in the Premier League. Only Mitrovic looks like a reasonable threat in that Fulham attack and the Craven Cottage faithful will be hoping he gets a goal or two this weekend at Molino. Both teams are in desperate need of points approaching the game week 4. I think on paper, Wolves will be backed by everyone for the win and all three points. Fantasy tip. I would still like to keep Jimenez in my team as he is trustworthy and he has shown what he can do before. Can bring in Wolves defenders for these fixtures if you are planning to. No Fulham players in my team, but those who have Mitrovic can keep him for a week or two before selling him. Last but not the least, Aston Villa vs Liverpool. Aston Villa are one of the teams with a perfect start so far. They were brilliant against Fulham, not so convincing against Sheffield United but impressive against Fulham. They certainly proved me wrong and have started the season strong. Jack Grealish, John McGinn and Oli Watkins look sharp in Villa's midfield and they made life difficult for Fulham defenders. Emiliano Martinez looks settled in the goal having managed two clean sheets in two appearances and pulling off a stunning save from Brian. I am certainly not expecting Villa to win against Liverpool but after the performance last week I expect them to put up a fight. Perfect start for the champions so far and they have improved after every game. They look like the energetic Liverpool we are used to seeing with the front three pressing so high up the pitch. But Roy Keane was right. There were some sloppy moments in this game with Robertson's mistake and playing Lacazette onside in the second half which could have had consequences. The defensive errors have been increasing this season which directly leads to opponents scoring against Liverpool. Nevertheless, Mane, Salah and Bobby Firmino look sharp yet again this season and their attack bails the defence out for the mistakes they have made so far. Diogo Jota providing a good option from the bench with his debut goal and Naby Keita is a much improved player this season. Perfect start to the season for Jurgen Klopp and could it be another season of glory for Liverpool? We will have to wait and watch. Fantasy tip. Jack Grealish performed well and showed enough but I think I would like to sit him out for this fixture. Martinez as your second choice or even your first choice keeper depending on the fixture can be a great buy. Mane or Salah dilemma is here to last, but Salah slightly has an edge when it comes to fantasy. Trent Alexander-Arnold and Robertson are good going forward, but the 
but for that price clean sheet has to be guaranteed which is not nowadays in that liverpool team nabi keita provides a healthy option for fifth midfielder and he is cheaper with 5.5 million